Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome to this Monday, May 23rd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Puinick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us today. Uh, we are slated to broadcast tonight's R- AAA Region 2 uh, baseball championship game one of a th- best of three game series that's slated for 6 p.m. at Sager Field at Jefferson High School, a pregame of 535. But that uh, right now there's a shot that that doesn't happen tonight due to rain this afternoon, heavy rain coming in or between the 3 and 5 p.m. hours. But we're talk about it as if it's going to happen tonight. Martinsburg Jefferson doing battle in this one. Uh, battle of the top two teams in each section or top team in each section here in uh, region two section one being Martinsburg getting the number one nod in the voting and Jefferson getting the number one nod in section two at the end of the regular season Um, it's going to be a great series uh, tonight going on going for Martinsburg will be Caleb Edwards most likely and going for Jefferson Sammy Roberts Uh, it's going to be a big series especially those two guys are kind of the number one guys but for uh jefferson they kind of have a guy that could come in and and is could be a starter could be the number one starter in griffin horowitz and he could always come in and 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 close games like we've seen in the last couple weeks uh but it's going to be a great matchup between martinsburg and jefferson that i could see going through all three games yeah you break down the matchup and you know i was looking at some of the numbers between these two teams and they really are very even uh jefferson's played in three more games so they obviously have a little bit of an edge if you look at things like hits and runs scored on the season but uh, i think it's only like a 14 run difference i looked earlier 14 run difference between the two teams on the year so martinsburg plays the same amount of games they're pretty much even probably and then the team eras are almost the same i think it's or it is like a point ten difference between the team ERAs. So the pitching's really good for both teams. Batting average is very similar as well. Martinsburg hitting three oh eight this season. Jefferson's hitting three thirteen. So they have great lineups throughout one through nine. Great pitching, a lot of pitching depth. Uh, we will see Roberts and Edwards tonight, I believe. So two of the best pitchers in the EPAC. Sammy Roberts has honestly been the best overall player, maybe in the impact this year when you look at his batting average his ops is outstanding his era uh as a pitcher i mean he's been really good and you mentioned horowitz too obviously another great player on that jefferson team and martinsburg's got con- some some great players as well hudson clement obviously 46 versus 46 and stolen bases caleb edwards has been a great pitcher and now that he's back in the lineup a huge part of this team uh batting wise so you know, two really good teams. I expected to go three games. I know Jefferson's had Martinsburg's number, but these teams are pretty much even. Just three runs separate them on the year when it comes to the individual games they played. So uh, it should be a great series. Even if it ends in a sweep either way, I expect both games to be close. So uh, this, this should be a lot of fun. Hopefully we get this game in today because it kind of messes things up a little bit. Uh, 
when you're looking at it from the perspective of tomorrow's game still has to be at noon because yeah. of Martinsburg's graduation, but then they got to play at Jefferson, which would be a little bit weird uh, to have to do that. So hopefully they're able to play tonight and play this whole series the way it's planned, but it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope this uh, goes three games for the series. I feel like, as you guys have said, these teams are really even on paper. And as you also said, Jefferson has had Martinsburg's number, though. So Martinsburg will really need to try to bring their A game, limit the errors, because I feel like that's going to be the difference. If they commit errors, which we don't usually see from Jefferson, they are very, very crucial to detail when it comes to the fundamentals like that. So if Martinsburg can do that, it could go either way. But if they let it slip, I think Jefferson, like they have been, uh, since I think you guys said last week, 2013 will continue to uh, beat Martinsburg. It still should be a fun series, but I give the slight edge to Jefferson because it seems like all season long they've found ways to win. And kind of like how we said for uh, Martinsburg football, when they played Jefferson, everybody around the area was like, ah, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be Jefferson could possibly pull it off. The mentality for me... I believe it when I see it. Look at and some I comments. think that's going to be the same here for yeah. Martinsburg beating Jefferson on the baseball side. Looking at some comments on the Facebook stream. Joe Fox says Martinsburg 6, Jefferson 5. I'm assuming just game one if it's played tonight. Uh, David Wood says Jefferson in three games. Jefferson wins tonight. Just my prediction. Brian Titus in all caps says Cougars get the brooms out and five exclamation points. Joe Fox says Martinsburg can beat Jefferson if – they don't make mistakes, which is kind of what we talked yeah. about all last week. Uh, but you asked a quote. So we had Coach Aaron Byler on on the show Friday after they had their tune-up game against Kaiser, and you asked him a question about how close is Hudson Clement to getting to being near the regular season or single-season steals record in the state of West Virginia, and he said he was going to have to do some research and get back to us. He got back to us yesterday morning, and he said the single-season West Virginia high school stolen base record is 80, set by Mike Lewis of Wahama. I think it's Wahamawa. Wahamwa. I'm just going to say it like that. Wahamwa. I don't know. High school in 1974. At that time, there was no limit to the number of games you could play. They played 55 games that season. Yeah, so we need to do some research to see what the record is since they – put the limit on because, because obviously you're comparing two completely different things if that's not the case yeah uh but in 31 games played clement has 47 steals so if you are on the pace of that in 55 games it's another 24 excuse me number 24 games i don't know if that if you put the pace on there i mean that's that's two a game and I, there's a I mean, you talk about hypotheticals. I don't even know if they played 55. Like, how would that even work? I don't even know how you put hypotheticals on that. I possible for him to get to 80. But um, back to something that Colin had brought up, the mistakes being the key, and obviously we've talked about it a lot, but just to give you a number there on that, I mean, 58 errors for Martinsburg this season, 49 for Jefferson, and Jefferson's played three more games. So, I mean, nine errors is a decent margin there with three more games, and uh, they – don't typically make a lot of mistakes, especially as of late. Uh, just a really good defensive team, just a really well-coached team. Obviously, both these teams are well-coached, but, I mean, John Lowry Sr. has all that experience of knowing how to 
manage this level of play and in this situation. So that might give Jefferson a slight advantage, but I really do think overall these teams are pretty balanced um, and we'll see how it, how it goes, but just looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it as well. Hopefully games will game will happen tonight and keep on schedule. Um, here's a key, an interesting stat. Um, Jefferson has won 12 straight games and is 31 and three this season. Martinsburg 24 and seven. Rick Kozlowski of the Journal wrote a preview article. Uh, that's a great article. If you haven't had a chance to read it, it kind of just talks about how uh, both of these teams have done this year and how Coach Byler thinks. And he told us on our show last week when he was on on Monday that this team that he has this year has a better shot than his team did last year because of the amount of guys that were sophomores and juniors last year that are here this year as juniors and seniors. Yeah, I think it was nice to see, too, that the coaches were consistent with what they pretty much had told us on the show. So if you listen to the show, you know you you got, I guess, the gist of their thoughts on the game, and it's good to see that they are still feeling the same way uh, when they talk to Rick. Definitely, I, I'm really excited for this series, but I guess if we have to wait another day, we'll just wait another day. Maybe we'll have to wait two days if the rain goes into tomorrow, yeah. but we'll see. All right, now let's turn our attention to some other local news. Jefferson uh, finished the Cougars boys and girls track teams finished as runner-up to the state trip in the state AAA meet that concluded Friday at Laley Field at the University of Charleston. Um, so congrats to them, uh, both of those teams. And the boys coached by uh, Craig Hunter. I totally forgot that. I knew that, but I totally forgot he was the boys track coach. Um, but uh, 93-88 to 88 was the edge that University had in the over the boys. Um it was a looked like to be a great meet uh, for all these EPAC teams that were involved. Yeah, and uh, shout out Berkeley Springs wise four by four team for the uh, boys got the state championship. So if anybody else out there also knows of any individual team relays that uh, went on to win states or got any runner ups that you want us to give a shout out to, let us know because it for us has been hard to try to find these results and. All we've seen so far is the uh, team results there for Jefferson as things around uh, Facebook, too. So Yeah. And uh, in the 4 by 100 the Cougars won. In the boys' side, Caleb Shelton, Keyshawn Robinson, Spencer Powell, and Isaiah Fritz won the 4 by 200 with a record time of 127.80 seconds. So uh, that the previous record was 127.88 by Woodrow Wilson that has stood since 1987. So what is that, 35-year-old record? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Uh, the Muscleman boys did pretty well as well. Uh, they won in the sh- shuttle hurdles, finishing, or they pretty did pretty well. Not they didn't win, excuse me. Finished fourth with 51 points. The shuttle team of Wyatt Newcomb. Uh, Ty Hosby, Cesar Zillarulo, excuse me if I said that wrong, and Jacob Sturby won in 56.7 seconds, about a second and a half ahead of Parkersburg South and less than two, less than a second away from the state record of 55.8 seconds, 8.6 that has stood for 40 years. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of good runners in this area, speedy guys. Yeah, and they're pure athletes for multiple sports, so it's a... Uh been fun watching them do 
everything there. Football, a couple guys that you thrown in there, basketball, and now uh, track and field too. Yeah, Kanye Smith. So this is Hedgesville, scored 11 points, was one point and a place ahead of Martinsburg. Uh, Greg, excuse me, Gage Krell and Kanye Smith ran third and fourth in the 300 hurdles for the Eagles. Their 4x400 relay was sixth. Dominic Brinkley came in sixth in the 110 hurdles for Martinsburg, and its 4x100 and 4x400 were fourth. Anthony Williams came through with fourth place in the shot put, but for Spring Mills points on Friday. A lot to go around here. I could probably go on all day, uh, but I cannot pronounce a lot of these people's last names, so I don't want to butcher them. Anybody tying the javelin? (laughs) I can't. I haven't even gotten to that point, Nick. There's no javelin in West Virginia. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, wait. Well, Rob would appreciate that. that if he's listening. We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, we? and what you have to do if you tie in the javelin. Yeah. What do you have to do? Duel. Yeah, you have to okay, duel like out that. javelins. Okay. Because we were watching Joust. Karate Wars. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, another uh, non-sanctioned SSAC sport, but is growing in the state of West Virginia, Uh lacrosse so they i guess it's i don't exactly know how it's set up but it's not through the ssac i do know that uh but uh congratulations to the teams of spring mills and hedgesville boys i believe as they won i believe there is only boys lacrosse in the state i might be wrong uh but they won hedgesville won division two and spring mills won the division one title that's the third in school history and hedgesville claimed their first year as a program they claimed the division two championship uh, so big congrats to them uh, as lacrosse becomes and an Spring even... Spring Mills, it was back-to-back. Yeah, big so. congrats as lacrosse becomes an even bigger sport in the state. I know from where I'm from in Virginia, it's uh, it's become really big over the last 15 years and uh, got to witness a lot of good lacrosse teams in Loudoun County over the past uh, few or you know, four years. I was in high school, there's a lot of good teams. Uh, but as it continues to grow in this state, uh could be something big once it gets, you know, I, I would venture to guess if it's growing the way it's growing, maybe here in five or six years, it's an SSAC sponsored sport. I wouldn't be surprised if you're correct in that. Just because overall across the country, it's growing. It's kind of like that, uh, that thing for all the kids, you know, like the new thing for the kids to get into is playing lacrosse. I have to wait and see. It wasn't a big thing whenever, uh, I was in school. It was slowly starting to make its way around the area. I know it was still huge there in Virginia, as you said, in Maryland, but continues to grow here in West Virginia. And I like it because it sounds like uh, this area, it's going to be more winners for uh, the Eastern Panhandle. There you go. Uh, three winners uh, or earned spring honors. So the obviously the Rams, uh, Shepherd Rams spring season is over. Uh, as they get the spring practices in. But uh, three former Martinsburg Bulldogs uh, were named as an awards. Nick, you got those for me? Uh, well, I know off the top of my head that Bajan was obviously either quarterback or offensive player or whatever they had given him as an award. Uh, Dwayne Grantham, who yeah, was Grantham. a former All-State player for Martinsburg, who joined the Rams this spring after departing Lackawanna Junior College, was named top linebacker in the spring at Shepard. Um. Two others, defensive tackle Matt Bednarski and obviously Tyson Bajant were uh, named as well. You got anything else, Nick? Uh, just, you know, they also named Ryan Beach, uh, Ronnie Brown as, as standout guys. 
I, I skimmed the article real quick just to see who was maybe doing some good things, but I think Grantham standing Joey out. Fisher, yeah, Brian Joey Walker. Joey Fisher over from uh, Clear Spring. I didn't know where he yeah. was from, to be honest. But, yeah. Well, I just – I think Grantham standing out is a good sign because Shepard's going to need some linebacker death. Obviously, Chris Lane uh, departing due to graduation. So, you know, they're going to need some standouts on that defense. Offensive line as well is very young. Um, so – Good to see that these guys are, are doing well in, in spring, and we'll see how it transitions into the fall. And, you know, just spring practice wrapping up in general, I think, is kind of interesting to see. And uh, the Rams return a lot in, in skill positions, but lack a few things in some other areas, at least in, in terms of well-known guys, excuse yeah. me. So we'll see. I mean – I think they did really well in the transfer portal with the guys that they picked I up. I think getting uh, Grantham there uh, is a pretty big pickup because uh, he was extremely good at Martinsburg and uh, just didn't get his justice where he should have gone, so he went to JUCO, and now he's going to one of the top programs in Division Two. Yeah, and he should be a standout for them this year right away. So, Which is good because they lost a linebacker to graduation. Yeah, they lost Chris Lane. They lost Chris Lane, yeah. He did. He did just say that. You are correct. All right. Well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online or the Axle Auto app. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, uh, we'll talk the NBA. Uh, Heat Celtics series heating up, and uh, Warriors could take this one here in very short fashion, but that's next. After this two-minute break, you're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Hi, it's Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 Spencer Dupuy. When I got into a car accident and needed to get another vehicle, I wanted to go somewhere I could trust. So I went to the Heffley Motor Company at 993 Hedgesville Road. As a first-time car buyer, I really didn't know what to expect. But at Heffley, they treated me like family. Every step in the process was seamless. Not only did they give me a great deal, but they also helped me secure an amazing interest rate. Now I know firsthand why Heffley has such a great reputation in this community. I ride with Heffley Motor Company, so you should too. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Oh, is this your... You like this song? Of course. They're not really shipping up to Boston. They're really staying in Boston, right? I mean, it's still a Boston song. That's true. Uh, as the Heat and the Celtics do battle tonight for Game 4, the Heat have a 2-1 to one lead, and Boston favored by 7, according to Caesar Sportsbooks. Whoa, it jumped. 8.30 p.m. tonight on ABC. Uh, these finals games have been very interesting. All of them the have least. made no sense. Yeah. I don't I don't know how to describe them because it's like these are the top two teams at least right in the in the East. Yeah, and and, and the games just have made no sense except for I guess Saturday's game was a was a rather good game that was a six point game. But I mean, but it's been the two losses at least in my opinion. There's probably some bias in it. Uh, wait to hear what you guys think if you agree or disagree. The two losses for Boston have honestly been Boston shooting themselves in the foot because of it. Yeah, I mean, they started the, the first game one, down 21 was, points at the end of the first quarter, uh, but they made it a respectable six-point game on Saturday. Yeah, they came back. They were down 26 at one point, got within one, but had 24 turnovers and allowed Miami to get a franchise record 19 steals in the game. That You can't have that at any level of basketball and expect to win especially the NBA. Yeah. So 24 turnovers in that one. Game one, it was that disastrous third quarter. Without those, this has been Boston's series. We saw in game two them absolutely demolish the Heat. But again, the Heat had a poor shooting game that day as well. But we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, I think Marcus Smart's fine. Hopefully Jason Tatum's fine. They both came back, but you never know how they were feeling afterwards but they they need this win it's the biggest game of uh their young careers and if they let it slip i think miami's going to be the one to seems like uh face golden state as of right now talk about something golden, crazy happens in that golden series. state friday night they get the win 126 117 they finish out the game the warriors do with a 43 point fourth quarter uh steph curry scoring 32 but again the mavericks can't do it when your one guy is scoring all the points, you need. I mean, they had two help. other guys. Yeah, no, but forty-two points for Luka Doncic, and they lose. Well, I think real quick, Golden back State's to just the, too much. The Heat series because Jimmy Butler, you know, dealing with that knee injury, that will be interesting tonight, and he obviously mm-hmm. missed the second half. And Miami still prevailed in a huge game from Bam Adebayo. So, you know, good Lowry's job by back. him stepping up. Yeah, Lowry is questionable. Hero is questionable. 
Uh, Struss is questionable. Gabe Vincent questionable. And PJ Tucker are all questionable. So we'll see who's going to be able to play tonight. Uh, but, you know, if Miami's healthy, I think they have a good chance to win this series based on how Boston just hasn't came up big down the stretch. But, again, we're in Boston tonight, so I still think it goes seven games. I'd probably pick the Celtics for tonight's game. But uh, back to the Mavs Warriors, I mean, I think that's pretty much what we expected. And especially after the Mavs blue game, too, as bad as they did. You know, having a huge lead, and then Golden State comes back and beats you. And that really took all the momentum away from the Mavericks that they might have had. That series appears to be over a 3-0 lead. It's not very common that teams come back from 3-0 down, if at all. I don't know if it's ever happened. I don't know if it's happened at all. I don't know, but Luka Doncic, 42, I said on Friday, 40 yesterday. They lost 109-100, now down 3-0 in the series. Game four set for tomorrow in Dallas. Uh, Dallas is surprisingly favored in this one, but the line is just by one. So we'll see where that is tomorrow. I did not expect a sweep, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I guess now. we won't be talking about it tomorrow. We'll be That's true. We'll have a game broadcasting hopefully. a game, unless that gets. I don't know. This if rain that gets is, rained out, we then we do have a, show. a uh, 10 a.m. sports mix live from P.O. Faulkner Park or Sager Field. Uh, yeah, whatever you. I mean, um, do you want to do that, Nick? Not really. I don't know how Colin would do it. Colin will be back here. That'd just be Spencer, Nick, and I guess Avery. Trip. Trip. Yeah, you join Trip on there. That's true. Uh, <laughs> we have to set up for the game, though, so I don't know. And get interviews and well. everything. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but that game tomorrow, 9 p.m. on TNT, could be could be the end of the series, which is crazy because we all thought it was going to go seven games. I'm pretty sure we all thought this series would go six or seven. I had six. Six but... or seven, but, I mean, like this game could end in four games. Or the series could end in four games, yeah. excuse me. Didn't expect it. I thought uh, the way that the Mavs were playing all playoffs long, that uh, the guys would be able to help step up and uh, give something behind Luka, but it seems like they kind of just have been gassed now and Golden State's too much for him. Yeah, and I think, too, like I said, you know, blowing the big lead in that last or that game the other night, that doesn't help your confidence. That doesn't help your ability to actually believe that you can pull the series off, so... You had a chance there to maybe make things interesting, but then you blow that game and then you come back and you lose again. And now you're down 3-0, so things aren't really looking good for Dallas. They are at home tonight or tomorrow night, so that will help. But I don't know if it matters at this point, like I said. They might get a game here or there. They might still make it a six-game series if they get lucky, but they're not coming back and winning it. Uh, David Wood says Warriors versus Boston. I say, I still say I had Warriors in six, but then the Mavs choke every year. So, uh, before we finish this basketball segment, uh, Michigan's Jawan Howard declines Lakers interest. Uh, it's kind of interesting that he's, uh, got interest for an NBA job after kind of what happened this last year. Who yeah. even wants that Lakers job right now, though? I mean, nobody because they haven't hired anybody. Because of LeBron, then having to deal with him, and then the team sucks. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, bad. though. Shawan Howard, he was a part of those Miami Heat teams. He was on the bench when LeBron was winning them rings. He owes the man something. He was like Apparently 40 not. years old. He didn't play at all, so he's pretty much a coach at that point. 
Yeah. So maybe he will come and join the Lakers just because he, he just declined. Said he wasn't? Publicly declined. What's he doing privately? Yeah, that's true. But I Probably believe his sons true. play for him in Michigan. If that, if I'm pretty sure I read that as well. Uh, we've got some time here. Let's talk NHL playoffs. We don't really like to do that without the Caps. Uh, the Panthers could be gone in four games, Colin. Yeah, the top I, I told you they Panthers. were beatable, man. I told you they were beatable. That's they what lost yesterday the five to one. Frustrating. Five to one. They lost yesterday to the Lightning, who could who are looking to go back to back to back. Uh, the Rangers decided they didn't want to go down 3-0 uh, as they beat the Hurricanes 3-1. They were up one nothing. Uh, then the Hurricanes tied it. Then they took the lead 2-1 in the second period. And then uh, they added one in the third. And no, uh, no, another not another goal for the Hurricanes. So it's a 2-1 series there. The Oilers lead the series 2-1 after getting a 4-1 victory over the Flames. Uh, tonight's games uh, could be the end of the series there for the Panthers. They play tonight 7 p.m. TNT. Tampa Bay is favored in that one in the 9.30 TNT is the Avalanche versus the Blues. Colorado favored in that one with Colorado leading the series 2-1. I believe there is a big injury uh, for the Blues goaltender Bingington. Did you hear about that? I haven't been following. Um, I believe he'll miss the rest of the series uh, because of an injury he suffered on Saturday night. Uh, so that could be big for them as they're losing their top goaltender. Yeah. But as, as I was saying uh, earlier, that the fact that the Panthers are about to get swept by Tampa just makes it more frustrating that the Capitals were unable to beat Florida. I mean, Tampa's a good team, though. But, yeah, but still you can see that they were beatable now. And yeah. you knew during well, the series was, that they were beatable. Yeah. I mean, that was obvious during the series. You took two games from them. So, I don't know if the Caps would have got past the Lightning. I That's true. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel if it were the Caps in the place of Florida getting swept. I don't know. But uh, it'll be interesting tonight to see if they do get swept and see if we could have I think a... they will. Tampa's at home. Yeah. It's in Florida, though. They own the whole state, the Panthers do. Tampa <laughs> Bay, they only own Tampa Bay. You're right, Nick. <laughs> the Bay, though, is attached to the oceans. So Tampa Bay has entire earth. Lightning, that's in the sky. And uh-huh. That's everywhere. <laughs> Panthers are just on land. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, that'll do it for this segment. You know this... what happens when a Panther gets hit by lightning? No. Same thing that happens to everything else. It dies? Yeah gets electrocuted i mean it's an expert reference all right well that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by Rossini's home store not just appliance store any longer cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living it is family owned and operated located at 360 hack wilson way or go to orsinis.com for more on the other side of this break what are we going to talk oh we're going to talk about uh baseball uh nick got to uh witness the major league debut of a player on Saturday. We'll talk about that and more when we come back after this break. From Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
What do you get when the longest, hardest, widest runway in the state of West Virginia is asked to host the 250th birthday of Berkeley County? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness an afternoon of fun, music, and finish with the largest fireworks show worthy of a 250-year-old. Visit Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport on Sunday, July 3rd with gates opening at 2.50 p.m., of course. We'll have food trucks, libation, and something for all ages as we celebrate Berkeley 250. Go to berkeleywv250.com and click on events to get the full lineup of fun. Looking for some nightlife? Then look no further. Laddie's Bar and Grill has a full bar and kitchen, pool table, and entertainment with great food at affordable prices. You can dine in or carry out by calling us at 304-263-5233. Laddie's is open Monday through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. We serve breakfast all day long, and our lunch and dinner specials are posted every day on our Facebook page. So stop on in to Laddie's Bar and Grill, located at 107 Lutz Avenue in Martinsburg. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun. It comes from knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off ID1 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with a variety of courses taught by NRA certified instructors. Sign up for the Intro to Long Range Rifle course, which will be held on June the 4th and June the 5th. No prerequisite courses are required to take this class. You can also register for the Saturday, June 11, Basic Fundamentals of Shooting a Handgun course. This class qualifies the student for a West Virginia Concealed Carry Permit. To register and find out more, visit valleyguns2.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this Monday edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Bunick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here as uh, we get ready to talk some baseball here. And uh, Nick, you were able to witness something kind of special on Saturday, and here's what you witnessed. As a right-hander tonight, a strikeout and a walk against Jeffrey Springs. Talking to Ryan Fuller, Orioles co-hitting coach, before the game, he said the right side of the plate, more of a line drive approach, but the left-hand side, this is where you see the power. Trying to actually get to the hit. I was about to say, uh, you probably should have done that a little bit sooner. I should have, but I didn't know they were showing his whole count. Why are they showing this whole count? It's the entire at bat. Now I feel dumb. As you should. Predictable. I, I don't know, Nick. He hit a triple. I've spoiled it. He did. You've ruined this. I have ruined it. Nope, I did want Well, whatever. That was massive Ooh. with the highlights. Well, yeah, it was massive. Ooh. Pretty much what Kevin Brown said was something like, welcome to the majors, kid, or something like that. And Jim Palmer right. was all I've like, hey, he hits it down I've the got line. it now. Will they be Not there time. for the first hit? Rutschman into right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second, go for third. Rutschman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the show, kid. 
And that was courtesy of Mass in there. Sorry, I didn't realize they were doing this whole about. I had the video queued up, but I didn't. You got to check how long the video is, Um, Spencer. But Nick, what was it like to see your top prospect for your favorite team in his first game get his first at bat or get his first hit? Excuse me, and it was a triple. Well, not just his first, or not just the top prospect for the Orioles, but the top prospect in all baseball. baseball. And Adley Rutschman. So it is exciting to be an Oriole fan right now. Uh, not only did he get his first hit, which was a triple, uh, which joins uh, Manny Machado and Matt Wieters as previous top Oriole prospects to get triples in their first at-bat, which is kind of a cool stat there, or fact. And also, I jokingly said to my dad after he struck out uh, to begin the game, I was like, well, Babe Ruth struck out in his first at-bat too, so it's all good. And that's actually true. I had no idea that was true yeah. at the time. But, uh, yeah, so Babe Ruth struck out in his first at-bat, and, and so did Adley. But, um, you know, there is a bright future, obviously, here with this team. I think it's excitement that Oriole fans haven't had in a long time. And people are now starting to embrace this rebuild. Obviously, you hit the triple. You got a hit yesterday, scored the winning run. And two walk-offs in the series. Obviously, the game I went to, uh, the Orioles lost 6-1. to one. But it was an exciting time. It was definitely a cool moment. I hope he has a great career in Baltimore. I hope they able keep him long term presuming he has a good career and you know it's the beginning the future is now for this team so it was uh it was a fun time as an Orioles fan anything I'm excited for it it was an interesting uh decision I felt like when they called him up it was just casually at 8 a.m there on Saturday when you have the largest sporting event in the uh area of Baltimore going on that same day being the uh preakness so a lot of people were already down there for that and had a pretty decent crowd it seemed like there at camden yards when he got the uh triple a lot of people were hoping he's the guy that baltimore can build around franchise wise and eventually hopefully bring a championship or two to the area of uh baltimore and the franchise get a couple more there but as you said it was a pretty cool moment when he got the triple nick and uh then scoring that winning run yesterday from third home on the uh, weird play with Odor that they ruled a fielder's choice, but I don't know how it's a fielder's yeah, choice when the fielder know. doesn't get the ball. So, no, nonetheless, His Orioles got the win. It, 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 exactly. There it is. Which I thought would be an error. but okay. I don't Or know. just a hit since it went under his glove. But. Yeah, it was a weird play. But, um, you know, I'm hoping that he can be the guy, obviously – the Orioles haven't really had a face of the franchise probably since they traded Machado, but you could even argue since Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. And this guy could be that type of superstar player. Uh, I know that's a lot of pressure on him, but you know, also I think a cool thing is if you saw the video of him getting called up and just how excited his teammates were, I think that speaks yeah. to what kind of player, what kind of person he is. So, um, you know, I think that's exciting as well that the Orioles seem to have a great young prospect that can do a lot of good things in the community and also do a lot of great things on the field and now only being two games in he has a big test getting to go play in yankee stadium yeah i mean that's probably got to be one of the coolest moments for him his third game will be yankee stadium not the og yankee stadium but still Still, to play in that atmosphere has got to be something that's you know he's going to knock off the bucket list right away and I think, too, with the decision to call him up on the day of the Preakness, I think a lot of it had to do with that. that. What they said was they wanted him to catch a full week 
so they knew that he was ready physically because we obviously, he obviously had that opening day roster, or he would have been on the opening day roster, they said, if he didn't have the injury. So yeah. he worked his way to full strength, and I had a feeling he might get called up because I saw he wasn't in the lineup the night before at all. He wasn't DHing or anything in Norfolk, and I was like, well, that might be the time for them to call him up. And it was. I was hoping too that the Preakness would bring more fans in, just because people were already in. Well, it did on Friday night. There was a bunch of people, a bunch of famous people there went to the Orioles games, including uh, Ian Rappaport was at an Orioles game Friday yeah. night. Yeah, they just missed him. They, they just did, did just miss him. <laughs> All right, but well, the Preakness race yeah. was actually at seven, right? So that was yes. like the same time as the start of the game. Yep. Yeah. Should have done better scheduling there. I guess I don't. We had matter. early voting. I don't know. Like, the The Preakness was what two minutes and ten seconds. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think. Rushman's triple was what? 30 seconds? <laughs> Three minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, that that was. Bad. All right, well, the Orioles 17 and 25 on the season. they got to face a tough test in the Yankees this week. The Nationals, uh, they salvaged one there from the Brewers in a pretty big fashion offensively. They got uh, they won 8-2. to two, uh but potentially something good coming this in the next three, four weeks, I'd say. Uh, they'll start a series tonight with the Dodgers at home as Trey Turner makes his return to Nationals Park after being traded last uh, season before the trade deadline. Uh, it'll be a tough week for the Nats against the Dodgers. But big potential news coming soon. I'm not putting a lot onto it, but it's going to help a little bit. Colin said it's not going to turn. it's not going to turn around the whole season. I just think you get a Don out of there when you bring him back, would be a lot better situation. Uh, the Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg will begin his rehab assignment on Tuesday at single A. Uh, Fredericksburg Nats manager Davey Martinez said they're planning for Strasburg to work four innings and throw 60-plus pitches. He's recovering from a thoracic outlet syndrome surgery and has pitched a total of 26 and two-thirds innings since the start of the 2020 season. Also, right hander Joe Ross is slated to begin his rehab assignment on Tuesday with Double A Harrisburg. He hasn't pitched in the major league since August 10th because of a partially torn elbow ligament. Those two guys could be could help them at least have veteran, uh, not necessarily leadership, but in their uh, excuse me in their uh, rotation. Excuse me. If you can put five guys in there, yeah. the three of them have pitched and not have the whole thing be on uh, Patrick Corbin, maybe you at least get a few more wins than you thought you would. Do you want the wins? Yeah. That's the question. Don't do you, you want, want a higher wins? draft pick? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> At this point, I'd probably go with that. But... I want the learners to sell the team. Well, about that? I think Strasburg coming back, you, know, you are paying the guy $35 million a year and he hasn't really played in two years so you do hope that he can come back and at least do something for the team and maybe if he can be productive at a high level you could potentially trade him we talked about that last week so I don't know I don't know if he could do enough this year to get traded but maybe or I guess before the deadline this year but who would want that salary I mean let's say he comes out and he's the best Steven Strasburg's ever looked you don't think anybody would take him on the best that I don't know. I mean, that would be a great piece for a lot of teams. So if, they, if the Nats trade him, they got to sign Juan Soto to a long term deal. If not, I'm like beyond mad at the learners unless they sell. Um, what if they trade Juan Soto? They're not going to. But what if they? That do? was reports where uh, 
confirmed to be false. Well, last just because they're saying they're not right now, what if everybody, what if the Orioles say, hey, here's Allie Rutschman? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> and in that. Right and all there. of our prospects. Also, no. I don't know, but if you do want to go to the Nationals game this Saturday against the Rockies, 4.05 p.m. Might be the last chance to see Juan Soto. <laughs> we got to sell it somehow because nobody's commented. Uh, you can comment on the show right now. They are free tickets. They are free. They are free tickets, or you can call the station right now if you want to. Uh, 304-263-6586 if you want to go to the Nationals game this Saturday against the Rockies, 4.05 p.m. Free tickets. Four free tickets uh, if you want to go to that game. You can call what? Four. Yeah, it said four free I tickets. Was, I was holding up four as well. Yeah. That is 304-263-6586 if you want to go to the Nationals game. Four free for you and three of your friends or three of your family members. Uh, you can call or three random people. 304-263-6586. Uh, but uh, the Nationals. Pretty sure it's WVU Strasburg. night on Saturday night. So is it? Yeah, I think I saw that promotion wise. They had WVU there. So well, I might there. You help. go. Four All free right. tickets for WVU. All right. Well, that'll do go it for the Nationals game. People, call in. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap up today's edition of the Sports Mix. Look back at the PGA Championship, uh, good playoff ending there, and uh, look at some news about Dan Snyder coming out over the weekend. That's next. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Not sure where to go or who to trust with your flooring project? And start with Trips Flooring, proudly serving the area for more than 25 years. Specializing in floor sanding and refinishing, along with installation of new flooring, including hardwood, tile, vinyl, laminate, carpet, and the hottest trend in flooring luxury vinyl, tile, and luxury vinyl plank. Are you on a budget? Check out their warehouse, cash and carry, or call 304-229-7009, or visit them online at tripsfloorsanding.com. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck, because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit, right off Route 11, is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for May 23rd, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 and stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Spencer Winning Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here as we begin to wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, big weekend there at the PGA Championship Southern Hills in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, came down to a playoff uh, between, how do you say his name, Colin, do you know? Zalortis. And Justin Thomas, and Justin Thomas uh, won the playoff there, getting the uh, winner's bag there, and uh, he wins the PGA Championship. Tiger Woods. I think it's Zalatoris. Zalatoris, that sounds right. Uh, Tiger Woods ended up leaving bowing out early after Saturday's round due to uh his health and his legs I believe. So, yeah, but even though it came down to a playoff, it shouldn't have if uh I think it's Mito Mito Pereira. Yeah, if he didn't two putt, he, he right? didn't ch- if he didn't choke, choke on the 18, it was his. Yeah. He hits the ball into the water and then double bogeys. It's crazy. I think I saw that on the eh? on Sports Center last night. Uh, but the PGA Championship belongs to Justin Thomas in the playoff, uh, winning 11-8. to eight. So uh, he gets the win there. Before we wrap things up, Dan Snyder, more news coming out. And, uh, quote, the NFL owners are reportedly, quote, counting votes, end quote, as they grow weary of commander's owner. Is this the last straw? They have to have 24 votes to begin anything, I believe, and they're counting votes. So I don't really know what that means. Means they're trying to see if they have enough to get to twenty four. But if they get twenty four votes, which is three fourths, uh, it would begin. And the Piers Italia has begun behind the scenes. This could be revolutionary. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't want to get my hopes up that Dan's finally gone because we've been waiting since he took the team over thirty years ago, and all the stuff that's happened hasn't been enough yet. So. Why get your hopes up when everything that's happened hasn't been enough? Well, I do think that it's kind of been closer and closer, and it does seem like we're at the the closest point. Yeah, the last few months to a year or so uh, have kind of been the breaking point for Dan Snyder, but again, he is still there, so until it happens, you kind of have to have the calm mentality. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I want him gone. I will right. celebrate and have a party when he is. But oh, until dude, then, same. I will, we'll have a party together. Yeah. Until That's then, cute. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the party Not if Dan Snyder's no longer the We weren't on TV right now. <laughs> Could be something coming your way. What? Oh, yeah. I don't know what Nick's on over there. I was just making a joke. You were making a joke. All right. Well, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Before we go, quick reminder, if you want to go to the regional baseball games, you have to go to TicketSpicket.com to get your tickets. Uh, Colin, what do you have? The link's on Facebook. Link is on Facebook. Those are only the Jefferson games, though. Martinsburg, you can buy them at the gate. Interesting. That is interesting. I'll have to talk to uh, Davis Moore about how that's That's possible. That's what I got from Davis Moore, so... 
I think you could do both. I think you probably they have can, the option there where they could buy it and you pay I don't think Jefferson has the option at the gate. At there least that's what we were informed, so don't shoot the messenger, please. All right, well, check out, check back to our social medias. We'll keep you up to date about this potential weather coming through the area. But if not, we'll talk to you at 535 on the Cody's Auto Body Countdown to First Pitch uh, as Game 1 of the Class AAA Region 2 Series begins tonight, 6 p.m. first pitch. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long.